Welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program sponsored by The Caring Place with campuses at Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. They are celebrating their 100th anniversary serving the homeless, hungry, abused, and needy families. They continue to feed the hungry, care for the needy, and help rescue and change lives every day. Now your host for Mission Possible, the good news program, and the president of The Caring Place, here is Ronald Brummett. Good morning, South Florida, and welcome to Mission Possible, the good news program brought to you by the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. We are now known as the Caring Place, and we are celebrating our big, bold, beautiful centennial celebration. Good morning again. I'm Ron Brummett. I happen to be the host this morning, and I am joined with my wife, Marilyn. Good morning, Marilyn. Well, good morning. It's so exciting. You know, yesterday was a very special day at the mission. Yes, if this is your first time tuning into Mission Possible, uh, this program is going to be about good news. We hear so much bad news every single day. We can't escape it. It's in our social media. It's in our news outlets. It's everywhere. Uh, it pushes a big depression upon us. But this program has been dedicated for over 10 years to say something good. And, you know, many people have heard the name Miami Rescue Mission. They've heard the name of Broward Outreach Center. Maybe you've tuned in many Sundays and you know that we work with the homeless and needy. And we do and have been doing that for 100 years. Our whole vision that no one is homeless and we do it from an inward to outward approach. But besides that, besides people coming into our centers in Broward and Miami, besides the abused women coming to us, besides people that are hungry, that are hurting, coming in for a change of clothes and some food and maybe that little push to get them into a program to definitely transform their life, We are committed to our communities, aren't we, Marilyn? That's right, and that's why yesterday we had the uh, tremendous outreach. It was a drive-through to bless at-risk families. We had already blessed our homeless families prior to that, and we were making sure that children went back to school with the proper things to help them feel good about themselves and learn. So we gave them new sneakers. Now, these are not used sneakers, new sneakers. Uh, We gave them backpacks and school supplies and every family that came through this drive-through they went through a prayer tent where they were prayed over the children were prayed over so they as they go back to school they had the covering of God over them it was so exciting you know we served we probably gave away all almost to a thousand children that's right and you know we do other outreaches throughout the year where we want to bless the community and our and our vision that no one is homeless. We also want to make sure that people know, uh, in a real, real way, that God loves them and has a plan for them. You know, this whole ministry and it is a ministry. You call it a nonprofit. You call it a homeless center. We are a ministry. We are here to represent the hands, the feet, the eyes, and more especially the heart of our Savior, Jesus Christ. And we do that in practical ways all through the year, don't we, Marilyn? That's right. That's why we have so many tremendous outreaches, whether they be on the street, whether they be a drive through but we're doing that all through the year. And you know something? Uh, my wonderful husband, I know you're the president, and you understand this, that we cannot do this without our community backup. Uh, we need partners. We need individuals. We need corporations with businesses, our faith partners. We need everybody that, that comes together. You know that sometimes we even have youth in their neighborhoods that will go door to door and say, I'm doing a hygiene drive. I'm doing a school supply drive or whatever it is that the current drive that we're really emphasizing. They'll go to their neighborhood and give them a flyer and say, these are the things that the mission needs. 
and I'll come back and I will pick it up and I'm personally going to go down and bring that to them. I just love it when I see children involved in giving back. And you saw it yesterday because we had stations along the way. People came in, got registered. Yeah, they had to be registered. Just couldn't come off the street. Uh, and then they went through a process, station after station after station. And can you imagine over 400 book bags <laughs> plus a whole bunch of food and a lot of other goodies to get these families, uh, get them a heads up before the school year starts. Uh, it takes a lot of work behind the scenes. That means packing all those school supplies. Oh, yeah. We want to make sure that they're pretty equitable so people can't come back later. You gave them two notebooks and, oh, I got one notebook or, uh, you gave them some crowns. I didn't get any crowns. We try to make them as equitable as possible, uh, gender specific if we could. And, and the main part was that they were equipped to go back to school. And, you know, today with the inflation prices, uh, with food prices going up, sometimes the moms and the families that we serve have to make some very, very mm-hmm. hard decisions. Do I, uh, get some food this week for the children or, you know, I need some clothes when we go back mm-hmm. to school. I need some uniforms or, or maybe I qualify for some programs, but I don't qualify for every program. Uh, how can I best take care of my kids? And so this is a little extra. Uh, the smile of God is upon it and they can have items to use in school. And many years ago, I remember distinctly, we used to have summer club, Marilyn. We used yes, to have cl- yes. clubs at our activity center. And it was a time, this is before we did the book bags. Mm-hmm. And it was a time where I was just asking questions of the kids, happened to be there that Saturday. And I said, are you ready for school? And this, this one child was at another center, actually, mm-hmm. one of the local centers in, in, in Miami-Dade. And she says, well, she said, really, all I have, and she pulled out a, an envelope. And I'm not kidding you. She had a crayon. And it was already used. And I said, you what? She said, well, you move so much, and it's, it's hard for mom. And so she didn't want to blame her mom, but you could see that this is already a kid, a child. She's about nine years old at the time. Here she's going to go back to school. She's not prepared. She's probably made fun of. She's going to have bullying. Uh, the label homeless child is going to be upon her. So that's what started this. And praise the Lord for all the hands that have come come across during the last 10 or 15 years been doing it to make sure that kids have equipment. And Marilyn, there's still a way to help. We, we're a little short. Yes. There's a way to help. I know you're dying to tell me. Yeah, I wanted to say that because um, we've had people help in many ways. We had many that did the sneaker drive, that did the book back book bag drive they did the school supply drive and some people said listen i really don't have time to do that but i can give you some um funds and you can then buy what extra that you need so we are still a little bit short so i'm going to ask you right now uh right now it would be wonderful we right now i will tell you my vision is to raise at least another five thousand dollars so if you could go to caringplace.org slash back to school caringplace.org slash back to school. That would be a real help. Just go to that site. Whether you can give $30, $60, $1,000, whatever God lays on your heart, it's going to help children who are going back to school that normally wouldn't have these items, that they're going to hold their head up high. And all these children, these families have been prayed over. Now, there is one more thing that I'd like to talk about, and that is our gala. Well, I'm going to go right back to the book bag drive. Okay. Because if you go to that site, there's also another little way, and most people uh, haven't taken advantage of this or don't know about it, is we're part of the Amazon Smile a non-profit charity group. And when you go to, when you'll see a link on the giving page. If you can't, if you don't make a donation there, you can also make a link to Amazon and it'll take you right to our page, specific page with items that we're looking. You know, we don't just give these out one time during the year either, Marilyn. Mm-hmm. We'll be giving them out during a holiday season. We'll be giving out when new families come in, when children, when we have our own men and women that are coming to us on our centers in Miami-Dade and Broward County. We want to make sure they have the right instruments. Even our adults are going mm-hmm. back to school. That's right. So, so they're going to either 
either, you know, one of the junior colleges or they're getting their GED. And so mm-hmm. they need assistance. We have learning centers that we yes. give these items out to. And it's really nice when a family comes in and they have two or three children, their school age, that we have something to give those kids when they come in so they feel like they can be part uh, of a process and not just be labeled. So that's one. And now we have something very simple. we got a couple minutes here. Okay. Something super, super duper that we want to celebrate. It's part of our big, bold centennial celebration in, in Maryland. Take it away. Okay. So we are celebrating 100 years. Can you imagine that the mission has been in existence for 100 years? And so we have a wonderful gala coming up October 15th. It's called I Care Centennial Gala. We're going to be celebrating uh, the last 100 years. We got pictures galore, and we're also going to cast a vision of where we're going in the future. And you, we're not stopping. We're going forward, and it's so exciting. If you'd like to get the tickets, they're $200 a piece, and you can get them at caringplace.org slash gala. I invite you, and I know Ron wants to invite you as well. Right, so if you've been a listener for a long time, we're, we're really pulling out the stops. You're going to have some buses uh, with some wraps around and some other items that we want to let the, the community know. Uh, and as Marilyn said earlier, we cannot and cannot possibly do what we do every single day without our donors, our volunteers, our faith community, and our corporate sponsors. Uh, we would love our corporate sponsors to get involved. Uh, there's different levels of sponsorship. You go to that page, Caring place.org slash gala that's caring place org slash gala we expect over 500 people that night it's going to be a look backwards and we look forward it's going to be a celebration well god bless you and stay tuned right here on news radio 610 wiod for more mission possible you're listening to mission possible the good news program on news radio 610 wiod Airlines. I had never really known hunger before. But when you go days without eating, it's like a whole pit inside of you. I remember smelling the food outside, and they gave you a shower, a warm bed, and dinner. And it was awesome. <laughs> a hot meal I hadn't had. A, and the volunteers here, they, just the way they were so accepting. And I was so hungry. I remember I couldn't even really eat the first meal. It was too much. But uh, um, I kept coming back, and eventually I came into the program. And that meal brought me home. Can you help to change a life by sponsoring Meals for the Hungry? Sponsor 10 meals for $20 a month or 5 meals for 10 Join Miami Rescue Mission's Meal a Month Club. Go to caringplace.org slash meals. That's caringplace.org. Heart failure. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. Leon Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Caring Place at the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. I'm so excited. Uh, we have on the phone with us our wonderful Trudy from 211. She's the media coordinator, uh, counselor. Trudy, thank you so much for all that you do and, and this wonderful organization is doing for the community. Thank you for joining us. Thank you, dear friends of the mission for inviting uh, Jewish Community Services 211. We are very humble and proud you know, of our uh, relationship. You are the best. You, you, you are much. you are wonderful, too. And, and let me tell you something. I, I tell you this all the time, okay? I use 211 
for everything all the time. I tell people that call the mission that it's not necessarily things that we can do, you know, like uh, we are a homeless shelter with a residential program, but we get so many calls, right, uh, for different things, you know, people that are getting evicted, people that are uh, in need of school supplies, people that are looking for a summer camp. And see, those are things that we are not able to help with. However, we know about 211 and the many wonderful resources that, that you guys have access to. So for those of our listeners who are not yet familiar with 211, Trudy, tell us who is 211, please. Uh, 211 is either the starting point or the last resource for people in need. With that, what, I'm, what I want to say is um, if you are listening to this program and you have a situation right now at home, you know, uh, you cannot pay your rent or you have um, uh, something related to school, you know, uh, with your children or you don't have a job. This 211, if nothing else, we always, um, you know, tell people, please remember this number. 211 is the number to call. We are open 24 hours. It's free, anonymous, and confidential. And, you know, we answer in English, Spanish, Creole, and any other language. So, meaning that language is not a barrier for us, you know. And uh, we are proud of the work that we do. I tell you, um, particularly, we are proud of our relationship, our partnership, if I may say, with, uh, with all of you, with the Miami Rescue Mission, which is an organization that's very dear to our heart. So... Today, um, you know, we have new things that we, that we would like to talk. So um, if you allow me, I will, you know, uh, present to all of you, to the audience, the 988 number. Probably some of you have seen in the media the last week, you know, and, uh, you know, maybe you will continue seeing now. You know, um, there is something in the newspaper on TV about the number 988. So what is the number 988? Actually, it's a number for you to remember. If you have a situation, let's say um, uh, domestic violence and something, uh, anything, you can always reach either 911, but we always tell people, we encourage people before trying 911, which is the police, and, you know, uh, give us an opportunity to talk because many, many times we know uh, this is something that we can help, and you don't need to mobilize the police department. You know they, you know they are. <clears throat> excuse me. You know how good they are, but also they are pretty busy, and sometimes they are things. People, uh, Leanne, we have talked about this many times. What appears to be a crisis is actually somebody that is in need of somebody to talk to them, and more than anything, somebody to listen to them. And this is what we do. So as of now, we have several um, three-digit numbers. And like I said, we are the 211, which is for information and referral. But you also can call for emotional problems. I mean, even if you have suicide ideation, this is a number to remember. Then we have, you know, the 911 that I just said. And then uh, the number, the new number, 988, is a new number, a speed dial, to call for people in need, you know, people that are desperate and people that are even contemplating suicide. 
Uh, absolutely, so. and and this is this is so important, right? I mean, I have to agree with yeah. you in everything that you said. My own experience is that I have called two one one in order to help someone who was pregnant, and I always like to give that example, right? This lady didn't have yeah. medical insurance. Um, you know, she was she had many challenges in her life at that very moment. But the the biggest one was that she was pregnant and she didn't know where to go for medical services, right? And no insurance, yeah. nothing. I called to one one. You know, I didn't know little that I knew. Uh, I had to get a pen and paper because one of your operators gave us so many numbers in a clinic yeah. and where to go for diapers and where to go for free this and free that and. So many resources that I had to grab a pen and paper. So you are right, Trudy. Give to one one an opportunity for whatever needs you have. Even if, if for people that are homeless, we are a homeless shelter. Uh, sometimes we don't have the availability to welcome everyone, right? Because sometimes we are at capacity as it happens, especially as the needs in the community are increasing. So if you call two one one, let's say you call our homeless shelter and there is not a bed available for you. Uh, you can call 211, and 211 knows they have the information about other homeless shelters, right? So they yes, have so many resources. And, and you had a good point, uh, Trudy. And, and for those of our wonderful listeners, this may not be for you, but maybe it's for someone that you know, right? I mean, something yeah. that is so important as having suicidal thoughts. And I love the new number 988, right? Yeah, yeah. Those are the three numbers, the 211 911 and 988, we work together. We don't compete. We complement each other. And, you know, on top of that, we are very fortunate agencies like our Jewish community services. We have, you know, this agency, Miami Rescue Mission, that is so dear to our hearts. It's something, you know, sometimes we say it's a best kept secret that <laughs> many people need, and sometimes they don't know. But then you can call us and we will refer you. And, but it's good for the community to know um, agencies like Miami Rescue Mission, you know, has helped, you know, for so many years, so many agencies and Jewish community services is one of them, because even like, you know, helping us promote different services. And for that, we are very thankful, you know, to all of you. Yes. And, and, and again, you, you mentioned something uh, very important there. We're not competing with one another. We complement one another, all the agencies, all the organizations in our beautiful communities in Miami and Broward County. Uh, we are working together to help those in need, right? Uh, to give someone yeah. a, a hand and, and to li- tell them that there is hope and that they can find help. And, and you, you guys, I mean, again, I cannot say enough wonderful things about 211. Did we mention, uh, Trudy, that you guys are open 365 days a year? Uh, 24 Thank hours you. a day, right? Yeah. And how many languages? And the services are free. And the services, services are free. Are free. I cannot charge you anything. So, no, no, you can call from anywhere. And, you know, our services are free. And we can refer you to places, you know, non-profit organizations, people, they work on a sliding scale, etc. But um, you will always find people that speak English, Spanish, Creole, and then we have um, a service. If there is any of the non-traditional languages, uh, we can also, you know, connect you. We can talk to you via teleinterpreter. That's amazing. So um, it's something, yeah, yeah. We do that because we don't want to exclude any segment of the community. And, you know, uh, basically what we do is try to help you and meet people halfway. Exactly. Like, like Miami Rescue Mission does. To be there when somebody needs you, 
you know, and uh, like I said, you know, I worked on the, um, on, on on this business for 34 years. First, we, when we were Switchboard, and now for the last five years, we Jewish Community Services. We are part of Jewish Community Services, and I always remember that uh, I was told when I started, if Miami Rescue Mission doesn't have it, it's because it does not exist. <laughs> you are because amazing. You know, yeah. Thank you so much for yeah. that. You know we love you. You can find, you can dial 211, uh, you can dial 988, uh, you can find them on social media under 211. Trudy, I follow you guys. I follow everything you guys post uh, because I love keeping I up know. with everything you're doing. And thank you again for the wonderful services and for being such a, a trooper to help others in our community. Thank you for joining us this morning, Trudy. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. From. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. Leanne Navarro here, the Senior Community Development Associate for the Caring Place at the Miami Rescue Mission and Broward Outreach Centers. So excited. We have on the phone with us today, Monica Houston-Purdue. She is the CEO of an organization called Helper Find Her Outreach Centers. Monica, thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you for having me. Oh, my God. It's such a pleasure. I know we haven't met in person, but we do know someone who is very connected to what we do. And you have a wonderful event that we all agree that we need to share with our listeners. And this event is coming up soon. Tell us the information about this event that you have going on. Okay, this event here will be our first annual Community Health and Wellness Resource Fair. Uh, this will be held at Gwen Cherry NFL Center, which is located off of 7090 Northwest 22nd Avenue in Miami, Florida. Uh, the purpose of this event is that we're bringing new resources and reintroducing others so that the community may be empowered in all areas. Uh, that is the purpose of knowledge and also educating the community. That's, that's amazing. Now, this event would be August the 20th, correct? Yes, it will be. Okay, and and the time and the what do people that are listening that want to be a part of it, uh, how can they get more information or can they just show up? Okay, the time is going to be from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. And yes, it is a free event for the community. You can just show up between those hours. We will have um, sponsors that are attending and vendors that are attending where they will be uh, assisting with um, individuals who are struggling with child support who needs more information on how to um, access or also to look for jobs to help pay for child support. We have a company out there that will actually be able to assist with that. We also have another company which is called Rooted Families. They will be there to help uh, guide some gentlemen or women who are on child support and helping them uh, take care of those needs, you know, through the courts. So they're actually um, connected with Miami and Broward Courthouse. So um, we have uh, quite a few uh, vendors that are coming out. They'll be, like I said, it's very resourceful and knowledge uh, for the community of the things that they are not knowledgeable about. That, that's amazing. Now, free event for the community. So anyone who's listening, um, if you want to learn about the resources, about the vendors that Monica and her organization are going to have available on this day, they just have to show up. Right, Monica? 
just show on up. We'll be right there from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. That's amazing. And what is the exact address for these events so people can know? The address, again, is going to be 7090 Northwest 22nd Avenue, Miami, Florida, 33147. And, and this is for everyone. I mean, I always tell our listeners, if you listen to Monica and you're like, oh, okay, well, maybe this is not for me. This is not exactly what I'm looking for. But maybe you do know someone, right? Maybe you do have a friend or a family mm-hmm. member that could benefit. So share the information. This is how community gets together. That's how we come together. And, and we actually right. help everyone that that is in need of, of whatever the resources. I know, Monica, that I'll be giving you information just in case anyone shows up and they need help because they're homeless. We're going to be giving you information about at our centers in Miami and also in Broward County so that you can share that with mm-hmm. whoever, you know, if they need help in that regard, right? So I, Absolutely. I mean, this is awesome. I'm going to be, uh, I, I know it's going to be so successful for you. Now, helper find her outreach centers. If after the event or before the event, if they want to know more about your organization, helper find her outreach centers, how can they find you? They can find us on social media, um, Facebook, Instagram. Um, we definitely are located um, in Miami Garden. Um, you can also give us a call at 786-569-5626. And so your organization is located in Miami Gardens, which is, oh, my God, that's perfect. That's like in between Miami and Broward County, right? Um, Correct. You live, yeah. Broward, you live in Miami. <laughs> I think you all can can benefit from the events or the information that Monica has to offer. Monica, I thank you so much. Once again, our listeners, this free event to our community is coming up August the 20th at 10 a.m. You do not want to miss it. If you were driving, if you were not able to get the information of the address or Monica's organization, help her find her, any information that you may need because you couldn't get it uh, while you were driving, I have the information. You can call me, Leanne, here at the Miami Rescue Mission. Monica, thank you so much for joining us. Keep up the great work that you're doing in our community to help others. Well, once again, we're at that part of the program where we get to talk to people who are going through life change. And I have a wonderful young man with me here today in the studio. His name is Juan. And first of all, let me just say, Juan, thank you for coming and wanting to share your story with us. Thank you very much. You know, Juan, Uh, let's go back in time and uh, maybe talk a little bit about your childhood, your upbringing, maybe um, years before you even came to the mission or, you know, fell on hard times. Tell us a little bit of your backstory. Okay. I was born and raised in California. I am the only one left uh, out of two sons. My parents decided to, after living so long in California, to come to Miami. We moved here in 1990. And from 1990 to 1999... Now, tell us a little bit, um, let's not jump ahead so far. Let's talk a little bit about um, your mom and dad. Did they go to church or what kind of upbringing did you have? Did, did you feel like you had a good family life? I did feel I had a good family life. My parents really never went to church. I was in a religious family. Mm-hmm. Uh, their background is Catholic, so they believe in the Catholic figures and that transpired into uh, a religion, which is Santeria. Which I. So your mom was from Cuba. Yes, born and raised in Cuba. She brought her uh, her artifacts from Cuba, and that was instilled in me throughout my lifehood. Did not work for me. I was uh, not happy, try, you know, in that kind of religion. And church was like only on Sundays, very little. Mm-hmm. So I had no no really understanding of of what God or Jesus was was about. 
Mm-hmm. We moved to Miami. Now, did did anything happen to you while you were in California, though, before you even moved here? Did you get into a lifestyle that was... I got into a lot... Well, in high school, I tried uh, drugs for the first time, going into in the 11th grade. Uh, my first experience with drugs was marijuana. Um, loved it. It was like an escape for me in high school. Used it all through high school. Uh, going into my senior year, I dropped out of high school to go to work. So I can support my habit. That went on for quite a while, to like ninety, mm-hmm. quite a while, like ninety ninety nine. Mm-hmm. Then, and we moved to Miami because mm-hmm. my parents stopped moving from LA to down here would fix me. But actually, things got worse when I got here. Um, from 99 to... Now, is that because you felt like maybe in Miami there things were more accessible or what? Well, what why was that? They, they believed that moving from one place to another would take me away from my using habits. But I got here to Miami and found out that it was a lot easier to get mm-hmm. drugs here, mm-hmm. get high here, and it was a lot more accessible here in Miami that I found out. Through that time, I had been in and out of jobs, been in and out of uh, relationships. In the last job, in the last relationship I had, due to my addictive personality and my using, I lost. Now, I did not know a place to go. I was living homeless for about a week. Mm. I found the Miami Rescue Mission by God's grace. I didn't know it existed. I had no idea this was a place for men to actually come find refuge and learn about, you know, the word of God. Mm-hmm. I called Sunday. Mm-hmm. The gentleman told me, be here on Monday at 6 a.m. I got up at 4 o'clock that Monday, mm. took two buses, Mm-mm. found a gentleman that was sitting out on the curb that he, I go, listen, I'm looking for the Miami Rescue Mission. My name is Juan. He goes, my name, I forgot the gentleman's name. He goes, listen, go down this street, make that first left on that first avenue, and it's the a building onto your left. Mm-hmm. I got here. I didn't know what to expect. There was 10 people on the list, and I was the 11th. And by God's grace, I was able to get in. Okay, so Juan, we're going to find out more. So you, you got in. So uh, we're going to come back in just a moment, and we're going to pick up Juan's story, and you're going to hear more about this changed life. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. Hello, this program will be recorded. You're listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. Well, we're back with Juan, and he is telling his story about his own life change and uh, what ha- has happened to him in his past, uh, his lifetime, and he was right at that point where he was desperate. He came to the Miami Rescue Mission, and you were telling there was how many, and how did you get into the program on that Monday morning, as you were saying? Well, there was 10 people, and I was the 11th. And I went outside, took a little place somewhere, and I asked God, please, I am done with the way of life I was living. I just want to be able to live a life without drugs and have some kind of peace. And I would say about a minute after that, they called the 10, and then they called my name like a minute after, and mm. I was able to get in. 
Now, first. those first few days, month, um, you know, people have different experiences. You know, sometimes they come in and they think, oh, my gosh, this is not what I want. But what was it for you? For me, it was um, I was done. I was ready to find. I was honestly in my heart of hearts. I had surrendered and said, please, Lord, whatever it is you want me to do, I will do. I just don't want to go back out and use. I don't want to live the life that I'm living. Now, you had said off air that you had tried during those many years, like 16, 17 years, you had tried some other programs. So you had tried before, not not with a mission, but with other places. I was spiritually not ready. Mm-hmm. I had not hit my bottom and I had not actually cried out to God, said, Lord, I am ready. And I believe honestly that when the things happened to me, that what happened and I cried out to him, he answered my prayers and, and found the Miami Rescue Mission for me to be able to not only come in and listen and find a, and find a way of life different spiritually, but to pass on to others who might one day be actually coming to that door. So you're in that upperclassman now, we say. What, what's, uh, what are you in right now? I'm in Alpha 122. And I like to say that, um, it has been a very wonderful experience because I've learned so much about myself. I've learned about Jesus. I learned about God and what Christ did for me on the cross to give me a chance to be able to live a life as a Christian and be able to pass on to other gentlemen who have come through the door of the Miami Rescue Mission and say, look, give yourself a chance. Open your mind, open your heart so you can be able to live your life differently. And a lot of times, you know, it's not easy being a Christian, but it is possible Mm-hmm. By putting God first in your life and, and walking a humble, a humble path. Well, just so the, some of the listeners some, uh, might not understand when you say Alpha 122, but, um, that is a upper phase. Uh, that means you've gone through, um, all, you've been at the education center. Uh, you've done your different service assignments on campus. You've got your case manager. But when you reach Alpha, that means you're now going into what we call a 17 week intense. You're there like every day, half a day, learning how to be empowered. Um, how to really live life and, uh, and it's done biblically, but also it's done with a, what, what should I say? Give me a word here. It's, it's, it's makes sense, right? Yes. It, it's done with the emphasis of spirituality and biblical understanding that you are, I am paid for by the blood of Christ. Mm-hmm. And it's in my duty to pass that on to other men to live your life and, and, and pass on the gospel of Jesus Christ. And I've learned that it is possible. And, and the, you can apply it. In and other you words, can apply, it's you just can apply not like it. a words, you know, way up in the air, but you can actually apply it. You can actually, I can actually apply that to my life in the sense of relationship with another man, relationship with people, with my family, with other individuals. Okay, well, Juan, we are at that time where we have to just, uh, you know, I always say I'll invite you back and you can tell more of your story. But if you're listening, pray for Juan. Pray for the many men and women that come to our doors as uh, there is great life change here. Well, thank you, Juan, once again, for sharing your story. What a powerful testimony for Juan. And you know, uh, our fellow listeners, 
That's what it's all about in our centers in Miami-Dade and Broward counties. Yes, we are feeding hundreds and hundreds of people every single day. Hundreds more are enrolled in our programs, our long-term programs. We have shorter-term programs. Uh, we have outreach programs. We just had a wonderful outreach yesterday where we blessed over maybe a 1,000 children. I know mm-hmm. 400 came through there with their kids where they got book bags and school supplies and food and items and clothing and prayer and all that good stuff. But it comes down. And I say this almost every every uh, show, it comes down to that one person mm-hmm. that maybe you have seen when you're traveling through our counties, through our cities. Maybe you've seen somebody talking to himself, mm-hmm. or, or maybe you've seen somebody just dirty and filthy and laying on a bus bench, or maybe you see the, the, the people that are entrepreneurs, you know, they get out, they have their cardboard, they're coming out. Some are, are even, they don't even kid you, I need money for a beer. You know, and they're not kidding, okay? And some of them are really destitute, and how can you turn your eyes away from a mom with a little girl? And even though, now listen, some of those people are fakers. I mean, they make a good living, but the majority aren't. And you may see them on your pathways. And, and maybe when you come to an intersection and they come by your car, your, your eyes are going someplace else. You're not going to make eye contact because you don't really want to see the depth of humanity at that point. So you're turning away. You don't want to be bothered. And maybe you're fearful. Maybe you're in a bad part of the town. You, you can't reach out to them. But I'm telling you, we see those people, kind of people, every single day come into our centers, broken, de- despaired, depressed, uh, maybe at the edge of their seat, they're at the edge, they don't know where to go, they don't know what to do. Uh, women come to us, single, prostitutes, and we have ones that come to our children, they're fleeing uh, domestic violence. Some even come, they got two kids and they're pregnant and they've got two dads involved and it's just a, a biological mess sometimes. But I'm telling you, you can tell me, you hear the testimonies like Juan, where people get their lives turned around. It's a lot of hard work. Don't think there's a, this is an easy uh, pathway. You just don't come in and we give you a special verse and we dress you up and you get your life straightened out. It takes a lot of hard work. And, and people that are listening and have made mistakes in your life, you know. When you want to get back on that that right track, maybe it's a health issue, maybe it's a relationship issue, maybe it's a financial issue, maybe it's a family issue, whatever it is, it can become very difficult and daunting where you don't even want to do it sometimes, especially when it comes to family. Or maybe you've made some personal uh, commitments that you've broken over and over and over again, and, and you know what it means to be successful. To keep, keep with it, you know, become a part of your life. And so we are so blessed. Marilyn and I, I've been here 30 years. And Marilyn, you've been how long? Over 20. Over 20. And we've been very fortunate, very blessed to see thousands and thousands of people's lives changed over the course of the years. And this year is our big, bold, centennial celebration. That means in 1922, a couple came down here in a horse-drawn wagon, uh, just wanting to make the community better, spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ, letting people know, besides all the uh, the mosquitoes and all the problems of building Miami, God was with them. God had a plan for every single one. And we've continued that tremendous ministry all this, all these many decades. And uh, Maryland, this is a ministry. Yes, we are doing work mm-hmm. of a nonprofit, but we mm-hmm. are a ministry because we care more about the person's soul than just where he is. That's right. You know, the food is what people need. Uh, they need the shelter. They need the clothing. They need the shower. They need the hygiene. But really, they also need uh, the gospel, and they need to know that Jesus loves them. And so we put that all together, and we love them on, in practical ways, and we see transformation here. So we're inviting you. Don't forget about the gala. Uh, go to caringplace.org slash gala. The tickets are $200, but it's going to be worth it. What a, what a night of celebration, October the 15th. And then 
And don't forget the back to school. Yesterday we did finish that up. We've been working on that all uh, week, giving that out to over a thousand children. We do need finances right now to help us close that out. Go to caringplace.org slash back to school. And we appreciate you. We want you to know we are praying for you because we are the caring place. Right. And the gala is called the I Care Gala. Uh, this is a time that we're going to look back, of course, and honor people that have been on this mighty, mighty journey together. But it's also going to be a time we can look for. So go to caringplace.org slash gala. We're looking for corporate sponsors. God bless you. Keep safe and tune in next Sunday right here on News Radio 610 WIOD for more Mission Possible. You have been listening to Mission Possible, the good news program on News Radio 610 WIOD. To contact the Miami Rescue Mission or Broward Outreach Centers, please visit us at our website at caringplace.org. Join us again next Sunday morning for more good news on Mission Possible. I had never really known hunger before. But when you go days without eating, it's like a whole pit inside of you. I remember smelling the food outside and they gave you a shower, a warm bed, and dinner. It was awesome. (laughs) A hot meal I hadn't had. And the volunteers here, they, just the way they were so accepting. And I was so hungry. I remember I couldn't even really eat the first meal. It was too much. But uh, um, I kept coming back, and eventually I came into the program. And that meal brought me home. Can you help to change a life by sponsoring Meals for the Hungry? Sponsor 10 meals for $20 a month or 5 meals for 10. Join Miami Rescue Mission's Meal a Month Club. Go to caringplace.org slash meals. That's caringplace.org. W-I-O-D.